0: You're tuned in to the Event Gems podcast, the podcast where coaches, consultants, and speakers learn how to produce transformational and profitable events. I'm your host, Natasha Wright, Chief Experience Curator at The Diamond Butterfly. Join me and other industry experts as we teach you how to maximize the power of your next brand building event. Time to drop those gems. Hey, Trailblazers. Welcome to another episode of Event Gems, where we uncover the hidden gems to host in profitable and impactful events. I'm your host, Natasha Wright, Chief Experience Curator at The Diamond Butterfly Agency, and event management agency that provides strategic and soul-stirring event planning services for businesses and organizations. So today we're going to be diving into the topic of extending the life cycle of your event. But why is this important? When you invest your time, your resources, and money into an event, you want to make sure that It lives beyond just the day itself, right? You want to make sure that it's actually paying dividends and working for you long after the event is over. I'll be honest with you. I've made this mistake myself, but as you learn, you grow and you do better and you make better decisions going forward. So whether you are planning an annual conference, a one-off in-person event, or a virtual gathering, these tips will help you make the most of your event. So before we can even think about extending the life cycle of your event, you have to have your goals in place. It's important to identify what is your vision, what is your purpose, what are your goals, and what are your objectives? And does it align with your company's marketing strategy or overall business? strategy. Once you have your goals in place, you're going to be thinking about who is your target audience for this event. And that will allow you to put together your event strategy. Once you have this well-defined strategy, now you have the foundation for the success of your event. And from there, you can map out everything else that you'll need content-wise in order for you to extend the life cycle of the event. And if you need support with putting together the foundation of your event, please download the Diamond in the Rough Event Planning Starter Guide. The link is in the show notes below, somewhere around here, right? This will really help you with the foundational aspects of putting your event together. Now that you have your goals in place the second thing is you want to ensure that you have an adjacent community whether that be an event app or some community related apps such as circle or slack or an online community like facebook group having an adjacent community will allow you to build community for the event but also allow you to have momentum going before and after your event Um, you can definitely check out one of our episodes, previous episodes with Sade Y. Adu, where we talked a bit more about why this is important for you to create an event community. You could go ahead and check that out. I'll also put the link in the show notes as well, because these communities will not only help you enhance the attendee experience, but it's a way for you to have and incorporate ongoing communication with them. So you can think about putting it post event polls and their surveys, um, engaging conversation, just creating a space for people to be engaged after the event and that provides value. So this is before and after the event, right? Um, so I've seen people you know, close their uh, groups within two weeks or a month. I would say two weeks to a month is a good time for you to archive the group and perhaps reopen that up once the event starts up again, or you can you know, create a whole new group when you decide to roll the event around again. A third aspect that you wanna think about when you're extending the life cycle of your event is collecting feedback. So one of the things I loved that one of our previous guests shared, uh, Victoria Métis, she's an event psychologist, she talked about instead of asking for feedback, ask attendees for their advice ask them for their advice. It becomes a more personalized approach as opposed to you asking for feedback. By getting this input from your attendees, not only will you make them feel valued, but you'll also be able to gain that insight that you'll need to make improvements for your event the next go around, right? In addition to the insights that you'll gain, you'll also get the testimonials. You might get any comments. You might get, um, insight into what are some of the things that attendees really enjoyed about the event and how can you amplify that later on on social or amplify that at a future event so speaking of content number four is content is another way for you to extend the life cycle of your event you probably already felt like of course i know i got that Um, We've all heard the saying, content is king. And when it comes to extending the life cycle of your event, this is one of the best ways for you to continue the conversation about your event even after it's over. In our previous episode, we talked about ways or, or things that you should be looking for when you hire a videographer or what are some things that your videographer should be collecting so that you can really optimize the content generated from the event. And in the next episode, we're going to be talking with Danny Go Social about capturing real life content. So you want to make sure that you check out both of those episodes if you're thinking about ways that you can use your content to further extend the reach of your event. Some of the things that you want to make sure that you're collecting or some of the things that you're capturing is educational, you know, the educational content, the creative moments that might go throughout your events, your videos, your photos, and any other forms of content, right? Uh, Number five, when it comes to extending the life cycle of your event, and this is something that I see often overlooked, even as simple as it might seem, it's often overlooked, is encouraging your attendees to share their experiences on social media. Yes, if they are like me, They will take pictures and videos and not share anything until a year later or six months later. You want them to be sharing in the moment, you know, while the event is still fresh, have that be circulated around social media. So, from that perspective, you want to make sure that you're giving them that direct call to action to share on social media and also to use an event-specific hashtag or tag your brand. One of the things with event-specific hashtags is that, again, it allows us to create community online, right? So perhaps I saw someone and I wanted to connect with the person, but I didn't get a chance to connect with them there. Maybe they posted something online, they used the hashtag, and now I could start connecting with them digitally. And you can also think about, you know, ways that you can incentivize people to share, because at the end of the day, that's gonna be shared on their page um, with their friends and their people or people who might not have attended your event at all. So it's really letting your attendees become ambassadors um, by sharing their photos and stories. Number six is thinking about different ways that you can share The content right so yes you're going to share on social media yes you're going to share on your website but you can also think about ways that you could share with your email list those who might not have necessarily attended the event. So you can think about creating a post-event newsletter that really recaps in a, the event highlights or share updates and provides additional information about the event. Um, you know, when you're thinking about this, I think it's great to just make it branded in the um, colors or theme of the event, you know, if that's separate and different from what your business or organization's brand is. So really make this newsletter specific for the event. And when you might be thinking, well, what am I gonna share? How am I gonna sift through all the things that I could possibly share in this newsletter because it's limited space? This is where you're gonna go back to your feedback from your attendees. See what are the topics that they enjoyed? What are the sessions that they enjoyed? or even just from your own assessment of being at the event, think about what are the moments or the points in time that you saw that attendees were really engaged, Or ask your team, like, what are, what is their feedback on when they think that attendees were really engaged and, you know, pick those top three moments and share that in your post event newsletter. And I've found that newsletters, um, post event newsletters typically get a higher open rate because, you know, FOMO is real. And if I miss out on the event and I see that this is a post event newsletter, I might be likely to open it up because I wanna see what happened. I wanna see what I missed. I wanna see if this is something that I wanna make sure that I should be at the next go around. And lastly, let's talk about the power of first-time experiences and the role that emotion plays in creating lasting memories. So I saw a study that says research has shown that people remember unique experiences or unique events and first-time experiences more vividly. These peak moments become ingrained in our memories and they have the power to make the event truly unforgettable. If you think about your first kiss, your first trip abroad or your first day of college. These are all memories that stick with us. These are all memories that we remember vividly. We remember them like they were yesterday and hopefully they were good experiences. Well, with an event, it's no different, right? So In the previous points, we talked about how to extend the life cycle more so from a content related perspective. But this point is where you're really extending the life cycle of the event more so from a psychological perspective. And I remember my first, when I went to my first empowerment event or first conference for that matter, it was Lisa Nichols event. Uh, speak and write. And that was about seven years ago, just before I had started my business. And I was really just looking for motivation and inspiration to get myself going. And there were two moments at that event that really stood out to me. Now, mind you, I don't remember the content um, that was talked about in depth at that event, but I do remember these two moments. One was where we had to look into the eyes of the person who was sitting next to us for about a minute or so and and not speak. And, And that was just such a powerful moment because it was such a vulnerable act that we were performing and just you know, the eyes are the windows to the soul, right? And so I remember even after even after that exercise, the person that I shared that experience with, we both talked about aspects of our lives that we probably would have never shared had we not connected in that way. And so that's the power of, of these first time experiences of these peak moments where It's seven years later, and I still remember that moment. The other moment was I went into a workshop for, I I believe it was a book writing workshop. And in the book writing workshop, they were asking how many people have wanted to write a book for a year, but haven't done it, right? So they said one year, five years, 10 years. And, you know, a few people stood up, you know, for each one of those markers. And then they said 20 years in one person was left standing or one person was standing at that moment. And it was just such a powerful moment. The woman, she started crying. A lot of us in the room started crying because regardless of whether or not it's a book, it's just that you've been sitting on this idea or you've had this desire for so long. The idea that you've had this desire for 20 years and you've never acted on it, right? And it's just that thought about having your dreams deferred, right? Just life, situations, circumstances that has prevented you from really doing the thing in your life that you've always wanted to do. And I remember coming back to South Florida, the event was in California. I remember coming back to South Florida and probably about a year later, um, I decided that I wanted to start a book club where I would invite local authors to come out and share about their books and do a book reading and just invite the community to come out and support them. Because that was how powerful that moment was for me because I thought to myself, it must have taken so much courage for them to have been able to do that thing. How can I be a conduit to support the work that they're doing, right? And so that's the power of, these small moments, small peak moments or these first time experiences that will really stick with you for a very long time. And beyond that, think about how that could transform your attendee and help your attendee to transform their communities and transform other people's lives, right? So when you think about first time experiences or novel experiences, it doesn't necessarily have to be this huge, like innovative thing. It doesn't have to be bright lights or you know something that's technologically advanced, It's really about just curating those intentional moments for people to connect because that is what they're going to remember. And as I've always said, the experience that you curate is your differentiating edge. So really strive to create those peak moments, evoke those soul-stirring emotions and leverage nostalgia to make your event an unforgettable experience. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and it will support you on your event planning journey. If you enjoyed the episode, please like share and subscribe. And don't forget if you need support with the foundational aspects of your event, download the diamond and the rough event planning starter guide. And if you need additional support with planning your event conference or virtual event, you could book a free consultation with me and I'd love to hear more about what you have going on. So as always, I hope you caught the those gems now. Let's fly!